You're listening to Culturally Speaking. This is Janice. And this is Neha. And we're here to talk about all things cultural. As you know, it's almost Chinese New Year. Yeah. What do you know about it? So, like, I think the Chinese calendar follows the lunar. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. And then, so, you celebrate over a number of days, right? Yes. so is it 12 or is it 15? Like 15, okay. So it, it depends, right? So because China is so big, I think different regions celebrate it slightly differently, but yeah. the main days are 15 days. And actually it's 16 because you celebrate starting from New Year's Eve. Mm. So on New Year's Eve is where families have dinner together. I okay. think it's to signify that you start the year together and just togetherness okay generally. and that's in the evening yes and usually i'm all about the food <laughs> so before that it's it has to like with chinese people there's quite strict cultures around hierarchy mm-hmm. yeah so for new year's eve dinner it's usually at the home or near the home of the most senior member of the family so you hang on one second you don't have to have this dinner in your house no you can go to like a restaurant yeah oh or if your house is not big enough, then you could go somewhere else and have it there. But it has to be near the like, most The proximity person. is important. Yes, to the most senior person. And senior, like, just so... Because we do senior from, like, age. Is that, like, that's how you're given seniority? Or I mean, usually that's how it would work anyway. It's very rare that you would have someone whose position is senior but is actually younger than you. It's very rare. Yeah. It can happen, but it's very rare. Mm. So typically, so, yeah, like ours is so always. So it age. used to be granddad. Yes. But obviously, my granddad died when I was fifteen. So now it usually happens at our house because my mum is the oldest of the siblings. Okay, and does it matter which side of the family? Because our yes. side, you can it, the hierarchy because it, it's a patriarchy. It's mm. always done on the dad's side. So we would okay. never have this dinner at like my mum's house. For so traditionally. You never go to your wife's families on day one. But in my family, because my dad's parents are no longer here, so for as long as I've known, we've done it at my maternal granddad's place. Yeah. Because that's where I guess yeah, the oldest person was. Yeah. Okay. So I think there's like a hierarchy within the hierarchy. So you would go oldest person, but if they are no. not available, then the next oldest person, even if it's the other side of the family. Interesting. So we yeah. would go, like, I mean, my granddad's there, but, like, if, say, my granddad unfortunately wasn't around, mm-hmm. we would go to his brother. He was, like, one of seven brothers. So, like, we would go to – he's one of the younger brothers. But, like, yeah. it would start, actually, at his eldest brother's house mm-hmm. first, and then we would, like, go down the ranks. Okay. <laughs> I think the thing is – It doesn't matter. You go to the you go to the most senior Yeah, person. and because China is so ridiculously large, I'm sure there are pockets of China who do things differently. And also, do. like, family structure is very different, right? Because yeah. of traditionally the way that family has yeah. been and planned. also, don't forget, I grew up in Hong Kong. Yes. So okay, I was about to say like this. A, so mainland and Hong Kong – not that probably quite different right so we're gonna talk about hong kong well we're gonna talk about chinese new year as i know it (laughs) love it so so there there's a lot of mythology around it but i think the most consistent one is about this beast in ancient times called nian and the word nian is the word for year in chinese okay 
right, so this beast is some horrible beast that comes and eats people and just destroys the villages, right? And apparently, it, it lives at the bottom of the sea, and once a year, it comes up to eat everyone. <laughs> so what, like, the like animals monster, and like humans? A... Yeah, yeah. And, and, so... and no one's ever seen it, right? No, no. Yeah, I, mm, it's kind of like how we believe we are from dragons. Who has seen it? We don't know. But basically, villagers would escape this beast by running up into the mountains on that day. Okay, and so right. then this tradition began of... Kind of, like, that's one myth of how this began. Okay. And then this, there are different versions of the stories. In some stories, it's a beggar who is trying to, I guess, come live in the village and people want to turn him away, or there's just some old man in the village. But either way, one person decides, right, I'm going to deal with this beast for you once and for all. So they were kind of like, mm, are you really... And they run away anyway to hide. And then this guy, either the beggar or another old man, he uses really loud noises, like firecrackers and like red things. And, and so this the is next what, day, the violence. Yes. Yeah. So uh. the next day, the villagers came back from the mountain. Nothing was destroyed. Everything was in place. And it's as if the beast never came. And they were like, haha, this is what the beast is scared of. So that's where the tradition came from of doing like everything in red and having fire, firecrackers. I think fireworks are probably a more like modern and yeah. scaled up version. Because that, like, I read that that's like came after gunpowder was invented and then it became a bigger thing and yeah. then it became a show of like how you were celebrating. Yeah, and, and firecrackers are, to be fair, like illegal yeah. in most places. <laughs> so, so there's always like a massive national fireworks and. Like, it's just bigger than any you, you would see. Um, so, also, obviously, everybody wears red. Yes. And there are other... I mean, Chinese people are quite... Superstitious. Mm, yeah. Yeah, superstitious. <laughs> so, I'm not going to have it this year because I'm actually going to be in Hong Kong. So, I won't decorate my home here because I won't be here. Okay. Right? But um, typically you would have like a, what we call like a couplet poem. So, yes. so it's two long strips of red paper uh-huh. with blessings written and they are completely symmetrical yep. in like visually as well as in meaning. Yes. Right. So these are meant to ward off any demons wandering at night. And where do you hang them in your house? So like, you do a couplet on your front door okay. that keeps demons away from your home. Yeah. But then even inside the home, you can put single ones. Usually they are like uh, four word ones. Or it could be one single word, which is full, which means like fortune. Hmm. And, and people actually usually hang them upside down. And there's a really fun story about this. So, <laughs> so in one of the dynasties, I think Ming Dynasty, the emperor ordered all his citizens to put this word up. And as he was going around his, his land, he found this family who are illiterate, bless them, who hung it upside down. And he was furious. He was like, how disrespectful. How but they terrible. didn't know, right? So, yeah, because they're illiterate. Yeah. And then he was going to order the whole family to be hanged. <gasps> But then the empress, who was with him, quickly made up a story on the spot and said, no, 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 it's upside down because, read it, it's fu da. So it means, like, fortune is here. How clever. Like, can I just say? And she just saved a woman. the whole family. And so now people hang them upside down. Correct. Because to encourage the fortune to be here. And also to commemorate her. 
Aww. So she saved everyone's lives. Cute. Yeah. So. What a woman. I know. And then obviously the other really common thing people know about is the money in red envelopes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so in my family, so the, the money is called Yasui Qian. It means like money to anchor the year. Okay. And you do it in different amounts. So <laughs> it's always from older people to younger people in my family. Okay. And that's like, yeah, that makes sense because your elders give you yeah. gifts. Okay. Yeah. And also to give, and, and apparently in some cultures, even if you are peers, but you're married and your friend is in, the you married. can give the unmarried one yes. some red pockets to pass them some of your luck. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And in my family, because it's to anchor the year, so we get given them on New Year's Eve. Right. And I sleep with it under my pillow. Like the tooth fairy, but not quite. Yeah. I mean, nothing to do with it. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah okay. Because then, then you, you wake up in the new year with, with the fortune, fortune and the luck and the everything, right? Okay. And so um, when you say like it goes generate like down, so the eldest people will give it to the next generation or they will give it to everybody? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Oh. And as a kid, I, I have these memories. Of, so... So on that, different families do it differently. But, you know, in Hong Kong, where if you live in like a, a serviced building, you have people in the concierge, mm. you have guards. We always also give them rough pocket money. Okay. And it's not really like in a demeaning way, but it's, I guess, just being polite. Oh, it's it's a nice thing to do. Just so hang on. So this is, the... is this like a Christmas when people like give their hairdresser a gift or they're like... Yeah, or like a card, you know, yeah. you would give everybody you, you know a Christmas card and things so like that. So on the subject of cards, do you give greeting cards for there Chinese no cards. Year? There are no cards. You say the greeting. So every time you receive a red packet, you say auspicious phrases. Okay. But in modern times, it can become slightly funny ones. Like <laughs> like can, I, I will say to my aunt, oh, I wish you get more beautiful as you grow older like things like that but usually it will be you know when, when you wish upon children it will be you know good health or like growth and things like that oh, yeah. or if you if you're giving it to somebody who runs a business then that you would wish them good fortune on their business you know earn loads of money and so it's it's all actually very specific to the person you're saying it to got it Someone who's newly married, you would say, you know, two kids in three years and things like that. That's the, that's the thing. That is the I target. Just, I love how, like, there is no filter. Like, And I don't just mean in, like, Chinese culture, like, Asian culture in general. Because that mm. is, like, I'm laughing because that's something, like, we would say. In yeah. a, like, like, it's what I want, not what you want. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like putting yeah. your, like, stamp yeah. on someone else's life. Yeah. And, and... Also, I think in some super, super traditional families, maybe in olden times, when you go get your red packet, you need to do three kowtows. Right. So I just like right. so to ask, people who like, how don't do know you what exit? that is, a yeah. kowtow, imagine child's pose. So you go from kneeling into child's pose, but you have your head has to hit the floor. Not hard, but, you know, it has touch to touch the, it touch three the floor. times. And you did at the feet of your... Of yeah. the person you're receiving. Yeah. Right, okay. It's like, I think it's the utmost respect, respect for that person. And in my family, when we were younger, I remember there were a few times that we had to go on our knees. and But, you know, I think that was more done in jest. Like, rather than our parents would be offended if we didn't. So today, do people do that? 
No. No. I mean, not people I know. Okay. At, at, at a wedding, you would. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, like, that is exactly what we do. So, yeah. like, when you the when you first, um, when you're married, like, within the ceremony, mm. there's a moment where, like, you go and you touch the feet and you bow to your elders. I mean... <laughs> so, yeah, no. So, okay, so, so okay. but you don't do the, the kowtows now. No. No, it's, it's not entirely necessary. And there are, so, other things, fun things... <laughs> Although we start celebrating the day before, so New Year's Eve, in the period running up to the New Year's Eve, you need to clean your house top to bottom. Right. Right. We sweep away this. all the bad things from the year before. Because I heard the word dust. Mm. Like in... Generally. <laughs> no, no, no. Is dust, like, it means the same... What is the word when you, like, the... the ph- dust. Okay. It's a pheromone. Is that uh, a word? <laughs> I think it's a homophone. Homophone, not a phone. <laughs> a homophone of old. But yes, it is. And you get rid of like so. So we do the same thing. We clean, we dust the house top to bottom. Sorry, I can't get the. <laughs> um, the phenomenon of a FOMO is what you said. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so you need to clean everything. Yeah. And usually. There's a there's a saying in Cantonese Lin It means on the twenty eighth you clean and wash everything. Of every month? No, of the last month of the year. Is oh, okay. But so I mean you can do it anytime, <laughs> just not on New Year's Day. You don't clean on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day there are lots of things you cannot do. Oh, okay, let's hear these. What what right. can you not so, do? Number one, you can't say anything negative. Ever? Which as a child is very difficult. So what, you can't be like, I'm sad. Yeah. You can't say like um Oh my god, this joke is killing me. You can't, oh, you can't say killing me. Death, kill, <laughs> ghosts, being sick, being sad, nothing. Gutted. Yeah. So even if you ate something and it was bitter, you can't say it was bitter. So nothing, nothing negative. negative. No. I know, it's a bit it's a bit hard, that one. Um you just need to be quite mindful. Um if you're happy. And if happy if hands. someone says it accidentally then literally the whole room will be like, say something auspicious to like ward it off, basically. It's really weird. Um, you can't break any ceramic or glass. So basically you can't break anything. Okay. And I think that because it breaks, I don't know, I don't know, you just can't break anything. And if, and you, if do you do drop a bowl, you need to wrap it in like red paper and say loads of auspicious things. Right. I know, it's a bit culty at this point. Um, you can't throw away or sweep anything. Okay, so this is the clean. Because you might sweep away the good luck instead. Oh. If you must, you have to start from the corners and the edges of the room and sweep inwards. <laughs> so that's something you do also when you move into a new place. Because my mum did it and I was like, what is this? So you sweep everything to the middle? Yes. And then you get rid of that? But you can only do it after the fifth day. So you need to keep all your rubbish and you can't throw away anything on day one. I think I'm just thinking from like a practical point of view, like that gets a bit stinky. Well, it depends on what you're sweeping though. Like, if no, but like, I mean, you can't get rid of the rubbish in your house. Like you I don't know. Let's say like, say you cook this ginormous meal. Like where do you put all your rubbish? Just keep it. Like, literally. I'm sorry, I'm getting really fixated I think, on this because I like to, like, get rid of my rubbish. No, I get that. But I think in modern days, obviously, you're going to be practical. 
right? If it's like fish guts, then yeah. you probably bag it and put it somewhere far away. But generally on day one, you just cannot throw away anything. Okay. Yeah. And no showers. Sorry, what? You, you can't wash rewind. yourself on day one. You can't bathe? No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just cannot. But you're supposed to be clean. Yeah, you're clean before. So you enter the media clean and you can't wash So basically, anything. get yourself a good scrub the night before. Yeah. And sleep with your money. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a brilliant plan. Should do it every day. Um, can't use sharp objects. Yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. Can see that. So apparently, I was reading about this actually. Traditionally, they refer to things like needles and things like that because it's actually to allow all the old ladies who work so hard in the year to just rest for that day. So they don't need to do any sewing, any mending, nothing. Right, but now in modern times, it means that basically all hair salons are closed on that day because you're not allowed to cut your hair at My all. friend told me this because she really needed a haircut <laughs> during Chinese New Year and her mom, like, forbid her. Yeah. And she was like, my hair looks so rank the entire, like, holiday. Yeah, and you can't until the 2nd of Feb of the lunar calendar. So, like, a month after. Yeah. Damn those split ends, girl. <laughs> Plug them. I don't know. Um, also, so we already said we can't visit the, the wife's family. So for example, in my family, they will all descend to us on day one. But then day two is when my brother can go with his wife to her family. Right. To do their things. Because apparently if the wife... Now, if you go this, if the wife returns to her own parents mm. on day one, it signifies problems with the marriage and it could mean like a really bad year for both of them. Okay, so that's like an absolute... I guess it might be a chicken and egg thing where <laughs> if you had problems, then you would go home. Yes. And then it became, uh, if you went home, it would bring you problems yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So okay. this is day one. Yeah, and then you can't demand any debt repayments. So basically day one, you just need to be super nice. Everything has to be nice. Right. So no debt repayments, no fighting, no crying. Can't take medicine because it could mean you'll be sick for the rest of the year. You can't but give what, someone so, like, blessing. I mean, okay, if you are like, like if you diabetic are something, of, of course, do it. But you're not supposed to. Okay, but, so all things but being... But for people like, listening, well. like if you are really sick, take your bloody medicine. Like, this is yeah, just like, don't, being... Yeah, like, don't die. Like, yeah. no, you can't even say die. <laughs> no, not allowed to die. I don't know, actually. I don't know what happens if you died on New Year's Day. Oh, know. like, it's... It's probably yeah. really bad for everybody. <laughs> um, and also, so, you know, I said you were supposed to give New Year's blessings. Yes. You're not supposed to give them to someone who's still in bed. <laughs> because they might be bedridden for the whole year. Okay, so they must have, like, got up, got yeah, dressed, yeah, yeah. not yeah. had a shower. I mean, fair. Like, I wouldn't want I anyone want to, to come into my room when I'm in bed. <laughs> to be like, <laughs> that's the red pocket, let me throw them at you, and I have to say things. So, no. can you, you, you receive multiple red pockets, right? Yeah. From all the different elders? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And is there a set amount that you're supposed to give? Um, so, varying amounts, depending, I guess... It's kind of like, you know, in the Bible, where they say if you have one penny, you should give that penny kind yes. of situation. 
So I think it depends on your family's financial situation as well. Like you're not like forced to give a certain amount. Okay. But usually, you know, my the, the ones that my parents give me are probably going to be the biggest in amount that they will give out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because you're and then the next tier would be the other family members. And then the next tier would be people we don't know. So like concierge people, guards, yes. or, you know, waitress, waiters. And do like, can you get red packets from somebody outside your family? Like other than if you were like a guard. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So you can get them from so friends. Like, my, my, my godparents mm. would give me some and my brother's friends who are married would give me some. So it's just anyone who's older than you okay. can give you some. Got it. So basically, network is your net worth. <laughs> <laughs> that That's sense. so good. I love that. Um, so. I like that. With gifts. Networking. We still haven't got to the food part. We'll come to the food part. But with gifts. So You meant gifts, not gifts. gifts. <laughs> yes, presents. Presents. So last week I had this chat with my mum because she was like, oh no, what are we going to give people this year? We did find something. Um, and basically... To be revealed it's a very, after Chinese. <laughs> it's a very Chinese thing, right? I've explained to my other non-Chinese friends here as well that, you know, it's like you would go to someone's dinner and get, and bring a bottle of wine, you know... We never go anywhere empty-handed if it's to someone else. Yep, I agree that. You don't so, turn up. It's just basic. Manners. Yeah. And so for Chinese New Year, it's a little bit different. Although having said that, I did just turn up with no gift today. But to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't invite you for dinner. I would have bought snacks. This is like work. To be fair, I would have bought snacks. But it is just before lunch. Yeah. If we'd have done it in the afternoon, I'd have bought you like okay. afternoon schnapples. Okay, fine. <laughs> Forgiven. Um, so, so you would you would do gifts, right? And they have to mean something nice. So m- meaning there are certain presents that you cannot give someone. Okay, so give me a, like what's one of the best gifts you got from somebody when they come to your house? Oh, I don't know. Like we're quite modern now. Like so, people will bring chocolates, cookies, and things. You know, quite Western things. Or you could do. But there's like. So those are nice. Like I enjoy them. Yeah. But are is there anything like they should bring specifically for Chinese New Year or no? Like there's no set. No, because I think a lot of that comes in the food we actually eat. Right. Got it. Which we'll get to in a minute. But so you know we've had presents which are like in 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 Chinese um, food, you can get really really nice goji berries and red dates and things like that. Which you know there's expensive mm-hmm. ones and there are cheap ones, but when they are expensive, they are very expensive. Kind yes. of like ginseng, you know, yeah. different grades. So we, I think one year we gave really nicely packaged um, packs of those things. Um, sometimes people do like birds' nests. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> it's basically, you know, the birds swallows mm. their saliva. But it's a, it's a very coveted food. In Chinese culture. So it's a delicacy. Yes. It's like the so caviar could, of like China. Yeah, but better. a bit gross. Right? Oh, okay. I, mean, okay. I, I like eating it, but the concept is quite gross. So basically, how do you eat slight it? tangent. So these birds um, live in these like caves, kind of like bats. And to make their nests, they have to use their saliva to like bind twigs and everything, right? Like most birds do. Mm-hmm. 
And then basically people go and take these nests, hopefully once they're not in use anymore, and clean the twigs out. And whatever's left is what we eat. You can't see my I, face I, right I now. I explain but your face. <laughs> if you could see my face. To you... someone who is mainly pescatarian, I'm sure that's horrific it's... to think about. But like, it's not even that because you're not killing anything in that instance, but... Anyway, moving on. That was no, a no, wait, wild I, no, tangent. We, we can't move on from this because I need to know how you eat this. Like, mm. what form does it come in? In Okay, usually <laughs> sweet but can be savoury. But imagine... So they add things to it to flavour it? Google this for you. I'll show you. Um, I mean, I quite like eating it because it's quite And what sweet. do you eat it with on its own? Um, no, so, okay. When you buy it, it's actually in, like, shards. I don't know oh. if you've seen shark's fin, like, in yes. shots. It comes like that, actually. So what you need to do is first soak it. Right. And then you need to clean it again. Okay. Which is like a horrible process. Like I've done it before and you have to get like two forks and literally pick out all, all the, the bits that don't make it through the first time. Yeah, that shouldn't be there, basically like feathers and stuff. Um and then you double boil it with like a sugary soup thing. And then you drink it? Yes. Like a soup. Is it good for you? <laughs> Um, I mean, I can't imagine what nutritional properties so exist supposedly, in. there's things like collagen and things like that. So, so it it looks like that. Right. Yeah. Just, like, you can't see it, but honestly, like, guys, <laughs> debating whether it's worth it. <laughs> but there, there is a, there's a better alternative now, because obviously, I guess from like a being a nice person point of view and also health benefits point of view they've now come up with a vegan alternative not to be vegan but it's actually you know sometimes you cut into a tree and then it's got some gelatinous stuff that comes out like the gum yeah so now they've created a version using tree gum instead which tastes the same actually it doesn't taste of anything but the texture is the same Right. So that's now the more sustainable and more, like, kind of modern version of it. So, guys, instead of getting a bird's nest from Janice this year, you're going to be getting vegan gum. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So then worst presents, then, clocks. Never give a Chinese person clocks. I expect, does that extend to a watch and a... No, just clocks. Oh. Because it's a homophone. (laughs) Not a phone, (laughs) <laughs> a homophone of paying one's last respects. So you're basically saying go die if you give someone a clock. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so it's like really bad. Um you're also not meant to split any pairs or you generally speaking we don't split anything on Chinese New Year Day because it's a homophone for like separation. So you can't like not that this would ever happen because people you can't do have thoughts with someone. Like over a snack. Okay, so we're not really sharing like bow buns. No, you're just gonna eat it all yourself. I respect that. Can't split anything. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, and then not food. Not... Yes, let's talk food. I'm food, all about food is food. what we're here for. So, <laughs> food is life. Every family, I'm gonna have to show you a picture of this as I explain it. But every family, when you so you go, you have your meal, 
right? A New Year's Eve. And then you start your first big meal at the most senior member of the family's home or mm. somewhere nearby. And in our family, we have a vegetarian dish. So day one to us is vegetarian. Okay. And is that to get ready in preparation? For- I have no idea. Because it's like, do you know on... I mean, we do this and we're not Christian, obviously, but... On Christmas Eve, we'll eat a fish supper. That's like, a lot of European cultures eat fish for for that, I think. And also, like, I mean, people do Friday fish for, you know, your Catholic, but Good Friday as well. Traditionally, we'll always Mm. have, if if we're at home, and again, we're not Christian, just to, (laughs) but we will have a fish pie. And I've got, like, maybe somebody has got a better reason for it than that, but it is generally to be like, I mean, I even eat fish all day, every day, obviously. But... So, I don't know about the vegetarian thing because certain parts of my family, by marriage, who are northern, they eat dumplings, also vegetarian. Oh, okay. And and also, like, the seventh day in the new year is called the People's Day. It's everybody's birthday. Oh. Yeah. And and so that's another thing to celebrate. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I have two birthdays, basically. I don't remember when my lunar one is. It's sometime in June, I think. But it changes every year, surely. Yeah, well, it follows the lunar calendar. So yeah. it's it falls on different days, but within a month. Um, so back to food. So when you go to visit each home, they will always have this thing, right? So it's basically, it can be one tier or two tier. And it's a lovely shaped box filled with different snacks. Sweet or and savory. Okay. And there will always be like so these black ones here. They're actually um, they're not pumpkin seeds. So some some kind of seeds that are roasted that are like pumpkin seeds when you eat them. So you need to crack the shell open and then and then, and then eat it. And you will always have like nuts and now modern times like you see loads of variations. You will have traditional sugared things, mm-hmm. or you can have actual sweets. Sometimes chocolates, whatever. So you will always have this. And that's everybody's home has one of these. Yes. And, and it's up to you what you put in it. And what you put in it, does it say something about you? Like, does it signify who you are or like anything mm. like that? Or like, is it a status thing? Like, my snacks are better than your snacks? Maybe to a certain extent, some people would do it. Like, you know, what, like how classy are the yeah. things you put on it? Like, but usually I think people don't care. Okay. Um, and then, so you would always have this, but then there are also various things that well my family we always make every year so there's number one is the turnip cake Mm -hmm. and that is a savory thing and it's made with what we call white turnip and i think here you call it muli yes or daikon for japanese people and i mean i've made it before it's a lot of work but it's very tasty and usually you can do vegetarian version or meaty version the meat is usually some, it's like a Chinese version of cured sausages. Hmm. It's quite salty. Um, and then we also have something called nian gao, which is actually a rice flour pudding. Um, it's usually like a brownish red, I think, because they use brown sugar. Very tasty. Completely vegetarian. There's no meat in it. And then we also do another one, which is like a water chestnut pudding. I can't quite describe the textures of these, but... They're not like Western puddings, which are like wobbly. These yeah. are non-wobbly. They're like 
solid bit of for people who've eaten things like head cheese or like you know meat and jelly from yes it's yeah. that texture okay. so it's quite a stiff jelly right you can kind of it it, it, cut, it, it cuts well yeah. yeah okay um so we have all of those things which are like traditional foods but then in terms of meal times usually that big meal before the new year starts is like a really really big deal so you would always have fish because fish is a homophone for surplus mm-hmm. so you want to start your year with surplus and you wouldn't finish the fish because you want you would mm. want there to be surplus yes. right and different so noodles are a really good thing in chinese culture because they're long 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 so life like, right exactly so people do that also for their birthdays i have noodles on my birthday when I was for a that kid. reason, yeah, but like I obviously again we're not Chinese, but I just think it's really nice cold, and I love noodles. Yeah, and then and then quite often, um, like again, depending on which part of the country you're in, you would have some kind of meat, you know, pork, chicken. Chicken is quite popular um, for all kinds of ceremonies. Like you just have a chicken, like a roast chicken, like okay. Chinese style roast chicken. chicken. Okay, um, and you could have. Dumplings, talk seafood. to me about dumplings. Dumplings are just a staple, I think, for any Chinese person. Can we clarify something? Do people literally sit around and make them together like that scene in Crazy Rich Asians? I'm just going to go. I've there. not seen the film. I know, like, strange, but yes, we. So Chinese people had different kinds of dumplings, right? And I'm going to again go on a tangent here. There's a different kind of dumpling called rice dumpling, and they're put in leaves, right? And they are this kind of triangular like pyramid shaped thing oh my god we have some and you have it in the leaf yeah so you boil them you you steam so we steam them yeah but yeah leaf dumplings so the story behind that i could be very wrong but this is a story (laughs) i've known my whole these are like the best ones like the ones that get passed down this is what we eat for dragon boat festival right which is around june every year and apparently there's this poet um, called Wat Yun in Cantonese. He killed himself in a river, right? He threw himself into the river. Okay, no preamble there, right? No, <laughs> sorry. Trigger warning, people. <laughs> um, so one potentially very wrong story is that he was gay and he was into the emperor, but the emperor did not like him back. Love is love is love, people. Exactly. So... Poor guy, he threw himself into the river, but he was very well loved by everybody. So they were like the people in that village were basically trying to protect his body. So they made dumplings to throw into the river so the fish would eat the dumplings instead. And that's why they have dragon boats with all the drums to like scare the fish away to, to uh, protect his body. So he was intact. Yeah. So that's why we eat dumplings and go on dragon boats and beat drums. Amazing. That is a potentially very wrong story about him being gay, but his suicide is definitely true. Like, that's the legend of of how this came out. So that's a different kind of dumplings, but the dumplings we have for Chinese New Year are the normal ones you would see in shops here. You know, like some kind of filling in a wrapper, steamed or boiled, right? Now, I was mentioning my mum's cousin's wife, who is northern. Now, when we go to their place, there's like plates and plates and plates of just so many dumplings <laughs> that's like and we have to eat it all like because take me in one of the dumplings <laughs> there is a coin 
And whoever gets the coin is the luckiest in that year. Have you ever got the coin? Two years ago, my mum got the coin. <gasps> the following year, she got a grandson. Because, of saying, course, because in Asian culture, getting a grandson is like the ultimate. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it worked that one time. Have you ever got the coin? No. I feel like I th- this might be your year. Maybe. You could go, like, honestly. I'll, I'll, I'll message you. I'm like, oh my god, I got the coin. Well, we'll put it out there. Um, so, yeah, what else, what else What else? can I tell you about Chinese New Year? It's, oh, in China, they get a full week off. Because this is their version their of, Christmas. like, yeah, because it's yeah. the big public holiday. Yeah. And people will all, like, they'll travel back to be with their families, right? Yeah, they'll so, crisscross the country. So I read that in, in 2015 or something, the recorded numbers were, like, every second, there were, like, a thousand people buying tickets for travel doesn't surprise me that's crazy i want to think about how many people we're talking about yeah and this is the time when they are all allowed to go on holiday because in in china unfortunately i think the labor laws are not as protective so for example a lot of domestic helpers they don't actually get you know your sunday off and they just don't have the same construct as we do here of i guess sabbath because that the day the rest yeah. yeah they just don't get that and they don't have things like easter you know, because they have no Jesus Christ in there. So this is their one big time. And also, I guess the second biggest one would be the National Day, which is mm. 1st of October. They get that off as well. So, And so over the two weeks, once you've, like, visited the first few days, mm. is there a set program or is it as people feel or, like, as your family does? Like, I think it's as your family does nowadays. Okay. Because it's also a time of rest, right? So apart from the first few I was gonna days, say, it sounds of very frenzy, busy. Yeah, yeah, and then you just kind of chill and hang out with your family. Okay, and yeah. will you keep making like really good food for two weeks? No, I think so. You know the the different puddings, like yeah. the cakes. Those will last a long time because you make different a lot. people will also make and give you this. So oh wow, yeah. So so that you can probably eat for two weeks. Okay. You're just, it's like your turkey, you know, mm-hmm. you just have leftovers for days. But then the actual specific, like, auspicious foods are only for those days. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a very, very, very long celebration. And the thing is, it's a little bit different in Hong Kong because it's quite westernized. But in the rest of China, literally everything is closed. It's like Christmas here. Okay, so you have you nothing to shopping, do you but don't... spend it with your family. Right. Yeah, you don't have, like, Christmas sales and things like that. But in Hong Kong, like, a lot of <laughs> shops open maybe on day three. And, like, on the shop front, like, we always wear new clothes for New Year's Day. Yes, so we always have to have new clothes as yeah. well. Yeah, but not allowed to throw away the old ones yet. No. Because you can't throw anything away. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. I feel like there's so... We've said this before, but I feel like there's a lot of similarities between, like, how we celebrate Zivali New Year. Yeah. In terms of, like, the cleaning of your house, getting new clothes, special food. I mean, I feel like special foods for occasions are always important, but there are specific... I feel like the Western things don't have the cleaning part. Yeah. I think it's not Maybe it's a very, like, Asian mentality about this new, clean, fresh... (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's it for Chinese New Year. 
You've been listening to Culturally Speaking with music by Kevin McLeod. Please rate and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on. Get in touch with us on Instagram at Culturally Speaking Podcast or via email. You'll find all the details in our show notes. Tune in next week for more culture. Until then, stay cultured.